Hi guys and welcome to the Research Zone podcast, the podcast where we aim to make sense of youth mental health research. Each week we will talk to a different researcher to learn about their research project, discussing the why, what, where, when and how of their research and most importantly how this can benefit us as young people. All the relevant links will be in the show notes so please do check them out if you're interested in today's topic. Without further ado, let's meet today's guest. Hi guys, I'm your host Lizzie and welcome to another episode of the Research Zone podcast. Today I'm joined by the lovely Sophie. So Sophie, if you would like to introduce yourself and give us a quick summary of your research. Yeah, so hi everyone. So my name is Sophie, so Sophie Giles, and I worked as a research assistant at the University of Oxford for a couple of years. Um, So specifically working in child and adolescent mental health. Um, and we looked at like developing treatments for these children so like parent-led interventions and I was also involved in a project looking at antidepressants and how these work in young people and I found it really interesting involving young people in this research and getting their attitudes about treatments for anxiety and depression as well. Brilliant that sounds really interesting and I'm sure it's a topic a lot of young people would like to know more about. So you said you looked at antidepressants can you tell us in summary and then we'll go into it a bit more in detail what you did and what you found? Yeah so for this project we um, looked at the like existing research on antidepressants in young people to find out what was already known about benefits and the risks of antidepressants for young people um, and to really take a deep look at the outstanding questions that come up so what's not yet been answered in this research and we worked together with a group of young people with lived experience of taking antidepressants or knowing someone that takes them and this gained really valuable my insight into the questions and concerns young people had about antidepressants and what they would like to know more about. So, yeah. Brilliant. So why did you choose to research antidepressants? Why was that a topic that you think young people should care about? Yeah, so there was a um, funding call from um, a funding body asking for researchers to get involved Um, And they were calling for an active ingredient, so an aspect of an intervention that made a difference in treating young people. Um, So we got involved by putting forward an application to look at antidepressants um, within young people because the use of antidepressants in young people is going up. So people are um, being treated more by antidepressants for anxiety and depression. But the impacts of taking antidepressants during this like really critical time of people's life, so during adolescence, it's not really well known. Um, and a lot of the research has been done in adults rather than young people. So we thought it was really important to look at this in more detail within this age group. Definitely. And it's quite surprising that there's a lack of research considering how common antidepressants are. So you mentioned earlier that you involved young people and they helped to answer some of the questions. Can you tell us a bit more about how you involved young people and what kind of questions they brought to the research? Yeah, so um, we had a couple of workshops with two groups of young people. So with um, the Neurox YPAG, um, so a group of young people 
interested in research and policy based in Oxfordshire. And we also involved young people from the MIPPIN Foundation. So again, similar people getting involved um, who are interested in research and policy and making a difference. So we started by, um, I think at the first workshop we had, we asked young people about their opinions on antidepressants, what they already knew, um, outstanding questions that they had or like, any concerns they had, they had as well. So that was a really, really important um, session to kind of understand what young people already know about antidepressants and what they think um, could be improved upon and importantly how that should be communicated to them as that is often something that's quite overlooked um, in research so that was really really important um, we also got the young people's opinions on helping us to kind of get the research out there so we created a video um, to disseminate the findings and the young people had a lot of input into that how we display it how it comes across to the audience and the group also helped us um, with how to represent the findings for the research paper that we um, created based on all of this so some really important input from the from the young people in the group Brilliant. It sounds like such a very well thought out co-designed project, especially for the dissemination. So in terms of what you found and what went into the actual paper, what did you find out about antidepressants? So, um, so we looked at how effective antidepressants are within this age group. And there was a lot of evidence showing that they can be really effective for some people. So there was a large amount of kind of variability in the findings. So antidepressants seem to work for some people, but not others. So we thought that is something that really needs to be focused on in future research, really looking into what um, individual differences there are and what kind of factors could predict someone responding to antidepressants. So we did also find that there's some evidence suggesting that antidepressants work well in combination with other things like talking therapies and um, cognitive behaviour therapy. So that was an interesting finding that, that perhaps they shouldn't just be used on their own and that they should be used in combination with something else. Um, in the research, we found a lot about the side effects of antidepressants. So this was something that came up um, in the discussions with the young people, concern about the side effects and that this needs to be carefully balanced with the um, kind of positive impact of taking antidepressants. So some young people reported having like headaches and nausea or um, difficulty sleeping. So, but what was encouraging within the research was that this tended to these first few symptoms tend to decline after the first couple of weeks so that kind of suggests that by taking antidepressants it's maybe the first couple of weeks that are tricky with sleep um, and increased anxiety but that that should kind of decline as you take them something else that was really importantly raised by the young people was thinking about how prescribers and doctors talk to them about antidepressants um, particularly about things such as like low libido and long-term impacts such as brain development and also about withdrawal. 
So these were all raised as something that young people didn't really know much about. And again, there wasn't much about this in the literature that we saw. So that's definitely something that needs to be thought about in the future. So thinking about how we can explain this clearly to young people, as it is definitely something that they're thinking about and impacts them at this kind of time of life. And another thing that was raised was about whether there were any kind of biological factors that would um, mean that some individuals react well or don't react well to antidepressants. And so that was raised by the young people. But unfortunately, in the research, this was not very clear at all. So there were a number of potential factors that could um, relate to whether someone reacts positively or negatively, such as family factors, genetics, um, severity of symptoms, or kind of, we call them symptom clusters, so different types of symptoms. But within all of the papers that we looked through, findings were really inconsistent. So in the future, there needs to be more of a focus on looking at these factors specifically in terms of antidepressants and no other treatment to find out if there's anything that could predict whether someone would react well or not. Definitely. I think that would be so important because I know for a lot of young people, myself included, like going through antidepressants is such a process of trial and error. Like you might try three or four different ones with like hideous side effects before you find one that is right for you. So looking at the factors would be really helpful and hopefully people could then get it right first time to save the whole trial and error act. Yeah, definitely. I think that would really help um, young people to feel confident in taking them. And I think if doctors knew what would work well for one person, but not for another, like he said, that can kind of cut out the trial and error part. Um, and help young people to really focus on getting better without the potential side effects. Definitely. I'm not sure if you'll know this, but at the moment, if a young person goes to the doctor with symptoms of depression or anxiety, how does the doctor decide which antidepressant to give to them? Is it just like random, like what they pick, or is it done by criteria? I don't know for sure. I imagine they would take a look at some criteria, but like I said, the the factors really do vary on things like genetics, which we doctors won't have a clear understanding on, or family factors, which I think doctors don't probably don't take into account at the moment. So yeah, I'm not too sure in detail, but I think by understanding more about factors, this would be super helpful and could help doctors like pick which ones would be beneficial definitely and do you know if there's more research being done into it like is there genetic studies or family studies or anything going on at the moment yeah so in the research we found there were lots of different um, research papers looking into these factors Um, so it's definitely being researched at the moment and like within recent years The only difficulty is that a lot of the research looks at factors relating to response to treatment, um, to all types of treatment. So looking at um, medication as well as like talking therapies, like cognitive behavioural therapy. So they don't really tease apart the results. So what we need is really focused um, studies 
looking into whether these factors have a direct impact on response to antidepressants. Definitely. So you kind of already answered my next question, which is quite nice. Um, apart from looking into risk factors, what else do you think is next in this area of research in terms of antidepressants in young people? Yeah, so like I mentioned, factors is definitely something that needs to be the main focus. I think also looking more into withdrawal effects within young people. So this has been researched a bit in adults, but not very much at all in young people. And this was raised as being quite a concern within the young people that we spoke to about um, the effects on kind of cognition and thoughts um, whilst coming off them and also whether that impacts on their anxiety and depression afterwards. And so that's definitely something that needs to be looked into in the future and to consider like the long term impacts of antidepressants as well. So whether um, because it's such a crucial time in someone's life and you're you're a young person and you're still developing. And so whether antidepressants have any impact on kind of brain development and cognition at this time as well. By taking into consideration um, like factors and withdrawal effects and impact on cognition I think that could really help develop like a more person-centered treatment and tailor it towards the individual so that like you said you don't have to go to and fro don't have to trial and error these different medication treatments and so that doctors know what would be best suited um, in collaboration with like talking therapies as well. Definitely. And I think the more that is known, not only can doctors make a better decision, but it also empowers young people to make a decision and actually have some kind of say rather than just being given a box of tablets and like told to take them. I think a concern for a lot of the young people was not really knowing what would happen to them if they took them. So I definitely think that all this research would really help to empower young people to make decisions for themselves. Definitely, I agree. And it, like you mentioned, what was coming out of the workshops was that people just felt that they didn't know enough um, and that this knowledge wasn't being handed down to them. So that's something that um, doctors really need to focus on working on is how to disseminate that information. And when talking about topics such as low libido, how to be confident in talking to young people about this or, for example, the interaction antidepressants might have on when they drink or when young people take drugs that there could be difficult conversations but something that young people want to know about and should should be entitled to know about definitely did the young people have any ideas about how this could best be communicated with them it was a bit of a mix so young people were happy having frank conversations um, and this being brought up quite early on in the conversation about antidepressants, so nothing was hidden from them. And also having like clear information leaflets and pamphlets that just have it detailed out um, so that it's all, all there and they can take it away and read it in their own time rather than feeling pressure to say yes right there and then in the appointment with the doctor. Definitely, because I know there's a lot of information online about antidepressants but it can be like a bit of a minefield you never really know what's true and what's not true so definitely some kind of official 
documentation would be a lot easier for young people Mm -hmm. to understand and trust yeah definitely I agree well this has been so lovely to chat to you Sophie my final question is where can people get involved and find out more about the research yeah so um I did the research as part of um PEARL so PEARL stands for um psychopharmacology and emotion research lab at the university of oxford um, so you can find out more information on their website and um, we can link the paper as yeah. well um, and in terms of young people getting involved in this kind of research so as i mentioned the mcpin foundation is a great um, foundation for getting involved if you're keen to kind of make a difference get involved in research and policy making And I think that one's across the country. And if you specifically live in Oxfordshire, the Neurox YPAG, so Neuroscience, Ethics and Society Young People's Advisory Group based in Oxford is also a great way to get involved in lots of research as well. Brilliant. So many great ideas there. Thank you so much for your time, Sophie. Thank you. It was great to speak to you. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you got something from today's conversation and some nuggets of wisdom you can utilise to manage your own mental health. This is a podcast made by young people for young people. So if you liked it, then please do follow us on socials and let us know about any future topics you would like to see. We hope you have a wonderful week and most importantly, take care of yourself.